Good morning, welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Wednesday the 23rd of September. My name's Nick here in Melbourne, starting with Regional Express Airlines, the sort of the third largest operator in Australia, and they are looking at getting a new equity investor on board, PAG. It's an Asian investment firm, and they are planning to invest 150 million of equity into the business, which will give them a 48% stake in the business, currently about 21% of it's held on the sort of general public through the ASX listing. Now, there's 150 million is a lot more than what Rex management were talking about needing for their um, embarkment on the Golden Triangle or Melbourne City Brisbane corridor. Obviously, they've only really in the past competed on the you know serving regional areas, not the sort of between capital city routes. This plan involves them buying five to 10 737s. And they said they would only need 30 million for this. Looks like they need more now. And this equity injection will go, um, start with 50 million by the end of this year and then 100 million over the following three years. Now these new flights are expected to start the Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane flights in March next year. Moving to the US now, and US Fed Chairman Jerome Powell has come out in defense of the lack of uptake of their flagship $600 billion loan scheme for small and medium businesses. There's been many critics of the Fed talking about the fact that equity markets in the huge end of town, the trillion dollar companies such as Apple, have been the main beneficiaries of all the Fed's market interventions not the sort of the small and medium-sized businesses that need it most. So they have this $600 billion fund, but apparently the loan terms are very onerous and they haven't really been used. But what Jay Powell is mentioning in this statement is that he sees these businesses don't really need loans. People, companies don't want to borrow if they don't see that they'll be able to repay them in the future. So he says that the key here is that these businesses need direct fiscal support, not loans from the central bank. He says a full recovery, recovery is likely to come only when people are confident that it is safe to re-engage in a broad range of activities. The path forward will depend on keeping the virus under control and on policy actions taken at all levels of government. So it sounds like he's really putting the pressure there on the US government to provide more fiscal stimuli. Back here in Australia, and ASIC has come down hard on managed funds. A lot of them are called cash, cash enhanced, cash plus, but they found that there's been a lot of misleading labeling and most of the assets some of these funds hold isn't cash, it's actually bonds and certainly not something that can be just easily liquidated you know, through a repo. Now, what they've said is there's been 14 cash funds with $7 billion in assets that have you know, promoted themselves as cash but really did not have the liquidity that a cash fund would normally have. So yeah, it is, they say this was especially prominent in funds that use words such as cash enhanced and cash plus in the labeling. On average, funds labeled as cash plus had more than 50% of their assets invested in products other than cash or cash equivalents, such as fixed income or mortgages. And then in the cash enhanced funds, that jumped to 70%. So definitely looking dodgy there. Basically, you think you're buying a cash fund and 70% in 
mortgage-backed securities and, and bonds, definitely not liquid. Moving to the vaccine trials now, and it looks like Pfizer is stepping ahead in the race, according to Bloomberg. They say they will have conclusive results in October, and that is partly due to the fact they don't need as many infections before they get a meaningful result from the trial. So Bloomberg says Pfizer say they only need 32 infections out of the 44,000 that they've treated with the vaccine, whereas some of the other ones, such as Moderna, they need 53, so more there, and AstraZeneca is saying they need 75 for the first sort of bit, and then they want 150 to sort of say the trial's complete. Now, in addition to that, Pfizer has a low bar for what counts as an infection, so it's basically any of the sort of main symptoms, whereas some of the other trials have more, you know, they may need multiple symptoms, etc. But it does mean that, yeah, they're a little more likely to be ahead. Moving to the markets now, and an hour after open, the US is largely flat. The Australian dollar continues to fall. It's down back below 72 US cents. In the US, Tesla has fallen about 5%, and that's on the back of Elon Musk saying that some of the big announcements coming up at the battery day won't actually be available for a couple of years. So that's disappointed investors there. That's your update for Wednesday. Have a great day. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.